Locke extends the hands, takes the snap. He's going to look to throw. Locke, under some pressure, oh, hit as he releases the ball. Deep downfield is going to be intercepted by Phillips. Adrian Phillips intercepts. I make it Jonathan Jones. Jonathan Jones with the interception down the right seam. Back to the 45th edition of the Yosoy Fiesta podcast. We are uh, here off the uh, the Denver game, maybe the wackiest, weirdest game we've ever played. I don't even know where to start. Where do you guys? A lot start of with? kicks, lot of kicking field goals. Brandon McManus, it's a great game if you love the, the the foot. Oh my god! I mean, McManus is. Uh, did Belichick say anything about him after the game? He's. <laughs> You know, he's just he's, he's one of the best kickers of all time. Yeah, he's just, you know, he's the best offensive weapon in the league. But no, for real. <laughs> I mean, high altitude. That's no right, high, high altitude, altitude in New England. But. So there you go. Yeah, it was like sloppy. I think sloppy is the word. Oh, it was it was beyond sloppy. I think that's the worst game you've, we've seen the Pats play in years. That's what my It's not even said. like it was penalty years. either. Like it was. It's a good Just point. execution. It almost looked like that team hadn't hit the field in two weeks. You know, it'd be nice if we practiced more than twice in two right, weeks. Right, right. You know, maybe a little bit, especially with our quarterback coming back from COVID. I'm you giving know. them the I'm giving them the practice pass for this week. For the like, most part. Yeah, if they come out like that next week, I think there's some big. That's when you got to worry. Around. You shouldn't be yep, worried right. yet. I agree. I mean, we we looked at it earlier today, uh, Matt and Jacob. But like, there's a lot of those passes. You know, doing the all twenty-two. Like us, uh, Ellis intellectuals doing the all 22 and uh, looking over that. I mean, there's just there's things that just don't happen with weeks of practice, certain uh, rhythm and um, anticipation. Anticipation, yeah. See, yeah, I just it's just it, that the, it's the big thing with Cam Newton is that he was Cam Newton was awful in this game, and I think it's safe, it's good to it's safe to say that the lack of practice is the main contributor for that. Because it's just he didn't throw with any anticipation. He didn't, he wouldn't pull the trigger on any of those passes. There were receivers open, and he did not pull the trigger. That's a fact. That's what the tape is showing you. It's just that's what happened. And the receivers are they are what they are. They're they're good, not great. They're we have a bunch of depth guys, a bunch of number two, number like number three receivers. We don't have that true number one receiver that we can rely on when we need to. They drafted Harry and hoping he would be that, but he's definitely not there yet. Who knows if he ever will. So we like this, the past fans want us to trade for a receiver before the de- the deadline. It's just, again, you need a number one receiver and you're not going to find that mid season. You most likely will not, unless you, you send your entire gla- your d- entire draft class over for Julio Jones. Like good luck. With wait, that. wait, you're telling me we're not going to get Adam Thielen or Julio Jones or Michael Thomas. You know, I think Michael we, Thomas. We, we may just not get him. You know, maybe not. But I wanna, I wanna. We we already talked about this. This has been brewing for an hour now. I don't think Newton was awful in this game. I mean, yeah, you, I want to call gonna, you out on that, Newton. You if you if you think that was awful, go watch a Browns game, and all, that that'll be what awful quarterback. All right, let's like. not get into that. I'm gonna go down the wrong road if we bring up my team, but <laughs> um, I'll give this to you. I'm not gonna act like I was watching the all 22. I was I was busy. I was busy. I couldn't make it, but you watched it. But going off of what I saw during game time. 
it felt like Newton was making a lot of things happen by himself almost because let's say, I don't want to get into a bunch of things at once, but the line was terrible. So he had to improvise and make plays on his own using his feet. I mean, he did, he did miss like, cause you, you showed me a couple, the, uh, like just easy check downs. Like he didn't see him, but there was a lot of plays he made with his feet in this game to keep the Patriots alive at times. You're right. But I would argue yeah. he didn't do that enough. Like, well, cause over, cause over and over, sorry, Grant, uh, no, you're good. is that he held the ball for way too long. And I like, agree with that. Either, there were times where he did. Either he didn't pull the trigger on an open receiver or he wouldn't run. Like he he had a couple runs, especially yeah. on that final the final couple drives that kept us alive, that kept us in the game. That that's true, and that, those were great plays. But he also could have done that more instead of taking the sack uh, over and over the way he did. And the, and I'm not excusing the line either. The, the line was awful, and it's just it sucks with Mason leaving last minute and Illuminor, uh leaving with an injury. It's just it wasn't it just it was very unfortunate. And Isaiah Wynn was pretty bad, but it's just. Cam was not good. Cam, like Cam, had throws there that he was he's been making all year, and he just wouldn't pull the trigger. The worst one was we, uh, me, Grant, and Matt saw this across the middle to Bird on that final drive. He's wide open. You could argue he could he should have had like an extra second, but but yes, the pressure on that in because he was staring Bird down on that play, and he wanted him. Yep. And right as Bird gets um gets open the pocket collapses and he goes down. He is forced, like he's forced up in the pocket. He's out of, he doesn't have foot placement. That play specifically, while you can say that he should have taken that shot, that is a touchdown if we have a couple starters back on the offensive line because that is a clear example of bad offensive line play leading to a bad uh, throw. You're right, and but I still think he should have pulled the trigger a little sooner than that. Than, than that. Like, he was open before the the pocket collapsed as well. He should have. I know you could like he had a DB like coming across the middle and who who wasn't for stride with him. He had a he actually uh, uh, had to change directions to keep up with him. But you uh, should have let it go right there. Like as soon as he he cut across the middle, you got to let it go. He's wide open. Instead, he takes a back breaking sack that pretty much costs us the game at that point. Well, Cam was not at his peak and at his best. Cam was also the reason that the Patriots were even in that game at the end. So I know a lot of, a lot of people were like, made that made him miss Tom or whatever, but not a lot of quarterbacks get us back in that game than Cam. So what he, what he taketh, he giveth in, in at the end of that game. See, can I give you one more thing? I know I'm talking to craft is that, you know, one reason we were still in that game, uh, Drew Locke and that, Whatever his, their, their coach's <laughs> name is, Vic Fangio tried to hand him in that game. He, he wanted to give us that game. Who's to, it's the Patriots have one timeout. There's like what two, four, three minutes left, and the first play they take a shot downfield. Like it was Kyle Shanahan, Super Bowl Fifty One. All there over was again. just decisions in that game that shouldn't have been. There was a to put it away. They had what were they? They're sitting in a fourth back and one. Back to right, back and they, they they it was before they they had a kick right and it, uh. Yeah. They could have gone for it on a fourth and one, which what not like their run their running game. We 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 had no answer for it all 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 the all afternoon. That kick right there is what almost helped to stay in that game. Um, they could have gone for it really for for the most part ended it, but they didn't. And there was just so many chances and opportunities that they just wanted to hand it to us. And in what we've seen the last couple of years, typical New England fashion, we just come up 
just short, feeling like we ran out of time. Yeah, I think the worst thing, too, was it was back-to-back throws that Drew Locke got picked off on. Huh? <laughs> it, it was literally back-to-back. Is that that I guess like, miscommunication a, on that back on it was supposed to be like a comeback route or some shit I don't know but I, that that happened I don't know I score just, and then yeah like Matt's saying just immediately the first play yeah chuck it downfield see what happens don't discount the fact that our defense can still get turnovers on command because yeah. whether it's bad play calling or whatever at the end of the day that was a great pick by both and uh, like. When it just seems like no matter who you're blaming for it, whether it was lock or play calling, we get turnovers when we need them. We can dial up the turnover play. Hands down. See, I think the thing most concerning for me would be like the turnovers as of late. Now I know you, you can't really pin the first pick on Newton, even though he's like six right. foot five. And it gets six knocked down at the five. line. Holy crap. It gets man. knocked down at the line and it's just an incredible play by I don't know, some journeyman detackle or something. And then the second throw was all on Cam Newton. Awful throw. And uh, the past two games, they've been intercepted six times. You know, the Chiefs game is two backup quarterbacks for this game. It was Cam right. Newton. And you just got to clean up the turnovers, especially if you're going to take the ball away from the other team. It just counteracts what you're trying to do on defense. I don't want to be all over the place here, but going back to the first lock pick, so it was a th- was it a three and out, right? Or I mean, we got three. We got a field goal, but it was it was three plays right after that pick. Something like that. Horrible draft. Yeah, we had to settle for something. Yeah. You got the momentum building. You're you're deep in their territory, and you just three plays field goal. That I get. Is- it was pathetic. Totally pathetic. I know we were down by nine, so it was fine. It cut it to one score, but still, you got You got to get six there. How That's how the, I feel. How about the decision to go for two that didn't work instead of just kicking the extra point? I think we're split on this. I don't hate it. I know. Yeah. Grant. See, I'm in favor of it, and there's there's analytics to back it up. So, yeah. Matt, you, I think you were in the other party of that where you would yeah, have liked I to was, do it later, the traditional way. Right. So it was what? It was a we went for two points, and it would have been a six-point game or something, right? It would have made it a seven-point game. Seven. So then we would have just had to kick the extra point, right? right. So I would have yeah. rather just went for it later, get the touchdown, get the extra point. Because the thing and then with just that, go for it later. Yeah, because because the thing with that is if you, because uh, what exactly what happened instead of being down one score, you were down two. So yeah, you know, exactly. You have to grab the field I mean, again. right? Like yeah, you, and you just force the hand of an offense that's already been pathetic all game long. So I'd rather not have to drive down the field twice and rather just go down the score point. once, get the two-point exactly. conversion. It makes and sense both ways. Oh, continue, Matt. No, no, go I was going to just I was just going to touch on the two-point conversion call as well. Hated it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't understand it. Like, the play call itself, I kind of understand why you go for two, but it's like I believe it was just two wide receivers in the end zone. That, that was all that was – and it was there. it was like pretty much a QB draw at that point. Yeah, exactly. Like I would just love to see, and I keep coming back to this. But you got Nikhil Harry. He's a grown ass man. Like just throw the ball to him, man. Like it just doesn't make sense to me. Either you're gonna put it in your best player's hands, which is Cam Newton, or you're gonna throw it to your biggest receiver in the red zone. Or you can throw it to uh, you know, your star tight end. Oh wait, we don't no. have any tight ends. <laughs> we don't have any tight ends. Ryan Izzo blows. He's Don't so get mad. me started. Do not. Uh, before, that was my Before we fault. start with Ryan Izzo, the, um, the, the, what I think Belichick's mindset on the two-point conversion is, is 
you, you're not given you're going to have to convert a two point at some point in that game, yep. whether it was that moment or the next one. Do it while your offense is hot. Like you just scored, you're coming That's off. That's what of I it. was going to say. Yeah. So do it then if you think you have the play call, and then you can adjust your strategy accordingly. So analytically, because Mike McCarthy did this uh, with the Cowboys uh, in the, it was, I believe it was a Falcons game, right? Where he <laughs> yeah, went for so, two yeah. in a, Mike a McCarthy position. Example. I know, but like, it worked. It worked. That's why I use it because it worked. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I know the Cowboys suck and he's terrible, <laughs> but like, I'm just saying that's that's what you the the um the example you can use. So you do it then, and then you just you know, like, you're gonna have to do it at some point. Might as well just almost rip the bandaid off. Figure out, all right, well, now we're down two scores or whatever, and then alleviate the pressure off of your offense later. When do you really think you're gonna be? able to go do it again and get down the field and then they were but yeah i mean see the other thing i was kind of already and we can touch on this too but i was already boiled over because i believe like a couple drives earlier belichick didn't decide to challenge his spot on the game plate i oh i gotta say i feel like belichick was checked out at that point he didn't think he was he was gonna win this game and then they started getting some plays then they started getting some plays going and then I mean, obviously, they threw some trick, trick plays out there. I think that's more McDaniels, though, than Belichick. Or maybe right. someone else. Yeah, I, I really cannot justify any sort of reason why you wouldn't challenge that James White call. Uh, maybe oh my, it was it's just clear as they didn't have the time, and whoever's upstairs calling that just didn't get an angle on it and couldn't see it. And he was just like, it's like let's just go punt or whatever. Like I, The defense had been playing well. Uh, so, I mean, maybe that was well, – maybe we'll force a turnover and get end up getting – That's another option position. to go for it, right? Like, it was just weird. It was just a weird no call. It's, you no. can't justify it. Sorry, go ahead, Jake. No, yeah. No, no, no sorry. Count. That was my fault. But oh, good. 99 times out of 100, you're hesitant to, to challenge that because if, you know, you lose the timeout or whatever. But it's clear as day because James White always does the thing where he dives and he's, he's just yeah, so good at it. Just... Always keeps his knee off the ground. It's just crazy. He's Superman. But it's like clear as day at first down. See, it's just, not challenging it. It's like there's like five minutes left of the game. And if, the, and if you actually were playing a competent opponent that knew, knew what the hell they were doing and not throw bombs down the field to close out a game, game you would have just lost that game. It's yeah. like – it, like it was dumb luck you were in that game at the end of it because it honestly felt like they weren't even trying at that point. It felt like why are you punting on fourth and one down two scores with five minutes left? Like right. it's, it's, I don't get I don't understand the decisions in this game with Cam Newton too. That too. I didn't even think of that. Didn't even think of that. I mean, how many QB sneaks did he have in this game? Like at least two. It's like and it's they, automatic. They, with it worked. Him. It's like just like with Brady. He's a big dude who can who can reach over and get it. It's just he's even harder to tackle on a QB sneak. Yeah, he's even he might even be better than Brady at it just because he's so he, so he, he's so hard to tackle. Uh, he can just reach and he's he's bigger than Brady. Obviously, he can reach over. So it's just that was some stupid decisions in this ga- game by both Belichick. I didn't think uh, McDaniel's was great at play calling until no. like some of the some of the trick play the trick plays were obviously good, but overall I didn't like a lot of the play calls. But with he was the, the reason. But with yes, the trick plays thing, I feel like we lose every game that there's a double pass in. Well, I mean, Not that, the that, game. you know, like, okay, like, think about it. The Titans game to Brady, that pass that we threw to him with Edelman, lost that game. Super um, Bowl. Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs won. We did, I, you know. Eagles back in, like, 20, 2015. 15? Yep. 
I hate to say it, but it's almost like when the double pass comes out, it's just like uh, McDaniel's like in defeat. It's like we can't do anything. Oh, it's, it's, we have exactly. to. When, it's when exactly the double pass it. happens, that is, desperate. that is panic mode. They're desperate. Yeah, they're that, desperate. That pass does not happen, with the exception of Philly, because they did that when they were – I think that made it like 7-0. But Something like that. Yeah, that play is the, – the, the, only, They only go to trick plays with – because, I mean – and they should have went to trick plays because literally nothing else was working in that game. Nothing. And they was did working. it twice on one drive. Yeah, they had. I've to. never seen they, that happen. They had That's to. unbelievable. They did two double passes on one drive. They had to. They had no other choice. Nothing else was working. The passing game wasn't working. The running game wasn't working. Nothing was working. Coleman's the greatest QB of all time, though. That's <laughs> yeah, hands down. Dude, and he Cam went Newton. through two. He went through a read on the double pass. He wanted Bird, and then he was like, "Nope." <laughs> back to James White, and that turned into like twenty plus yards. And Cam Newton's legit a better tight end than Ryan Izzo, but yeah. well, dude, he shook up. <laughs> he shook a linebacker Yo, up. Yeah, Jake, you got I have a clip for you that I'm gonna post later. You gotta see it. They Ryan Izzo actually like ran a decent route and shook the guy off. And it was on that fumble play, actually. That like he cut that was, it was that play. He shook the guy coming across the middle, wide open, caught the pass, and then the rest is history. He sucks. Yeah, and then he just drops the ball. Like it's like literally. <laughs> so it's just it's unfortunate. It might have been the best play of his career if he just hang on to the ball. <laughs> Ryan Izzo highlights and 15-yard catch off of the field. <laughs> Travis like, Kelsey's fumble was worse, though. So Yeah, I mean, Izzo's Ryan Izzo Kelsey, still better. Like, I hate to, like, hate on a seventh-round pick it just makes me feel like a Patriots fan. Yeah, and okay. Florida a lot State, of those people too, From Florida State. Yeah, Florida and State. I, I all hate – I'll, no, I don't. I he don't shouldn't be starting. Like, if this dude wasn't getting ninety-eight percent of offensive snaps, I wouldn't be so upset. But he is, with two <laughs> draft picks invested into tight ends, and one yeah, of them is inactive every week. <laughs> Literally, and he can't block either. He's supposed to be this blocking oh, tight end. He can't block. Oh my god, he's, he's awful. Like, he's so he's so undersized. He just gets bullied every single time. He just looks like a little like frat boy college guy, and it's just, it, like it's so <laughs> annoying with this dude. Get off the field. I, so frustrating. There's no excuse for. I don't know why Delton. I know. I don't know why he's inactive every, every week. We're starting what Ryan Izzo. It's <laughs> like you're starting Ryan Izzo and Dalton Keene can't even be, be worth dressing. Either either Belichick's making some like weird ass like to sit mistake or Dalton Keene just is that bad like. What else can you say? Like, what's going Dalton on? Dalton Keene is not bad. Oh my you god! Can you imagine oh, Dalton no, Keene no. is worse than Jacob? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not so, saying he is. I'm don't not saying be he the is. guy who says a guy's bad before they hit the field. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> saying that. But it's, it's an like, exaggeration. But imagine if he literally is. I don't want to spend a whole ten minutes on hypotheticals. But imagine he's worse than Ryan Izzo. Okay, that's odd. Is that possible? That- how how can you be worse than Ryan Izzo? <laughs> At least he can play fullback. Did you see the comment like Izzo made? Like he was studying like George Kittle. He needs. Oh my to, god! He needs to study. He needs to study Jacob Hollister before he starts thinking about George Kittle. This dude was like, "Yeah, I've been looking over the film of George Kittle. I don't know what film you're looking at because if you're trying to replicate George Kittle." You are the worst impressionist I've ever seen. He needs to reach Jacob Hollister before he starts thinking about George Kittle. Like this guy, wow, this guy sucks. He's watching George Kittle's middle school highlights. He's like, he's still probably better. Yeah, Pee Wee highlights. Oh my god. 
Oh uh, wow. Ryan is You know who you know who else sucks? Jason McCordy. Oh my lord. We were defense. Yeah, Jason McCordy. We we watched like the all twenty two today. He got turned around by Jerry Judy like five times in this game, and Drew Locke missed him every time. Dude, he got turned around multiple times in a, in a, in a play within a matter of ten seconds. He would just get three shot times around. in one on play. the first drive of the game. That throw that uh, Jonathan Jones uh, broke up, and they threw a flag on it, and they picked it up. That exact play on the opposite side of the field, Jerry Judy basically ran circles around him. Jason McCourty's looking for him in the tunnel, like literally. <laughs> it's like this guy. I know, I know. There's you can excuse it for like matchups, but I don't. I'm really annoyed. He starts over J.C. Jackson. Yes, every yes, game. I'm, I am too. I'm Completely. really annoyed, but I don't care about matchups. J.C. Jackson is miles better than Jason McCourty. It's not even close. No, it's anyone, not close. anyone who says the duo is Stefan Gilmore and Jason McCourty just isn't watching. Plays the game. They watch Plays Madden. Yeah, they play Madden. Right. Like, <laughs> they, like they, I'm not because I play Madden, but they, they, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they're Madden people. But for JC Jackson, I sub in him as the number two in Madden. Literally. Yeah, you have to. J- J- Jason McCourty's like an 89 in Madden. And what the hell is Jason Jackson? <laughs> that, might be, that might be the worst rating in Madden. That, that literally might be the worst. I know there's a lot of bad ones out there, but that, that's really bad. I'm going to find Ryan is this. <laughs> Overall. If that's anything over than a 70, that's bad. If it's anything over a 60, there's a problem. It auto-filled. It Someone's been looking for it. <laughs> All right, final guesses. What do we think it is? I'll go 64. Yeah, that's Jake, a good guess. I'll go 67. 65. <laughs> oh, let's go. They got okay. something right. He has an- his nickname, his nickname can be Frat Boy, right? Ryan sure. Frat Boy Izzo. Oh, Ryan Lizzo? <laughs> is this his second straight game with more yards than Edelman? No way don't he had more tell yards. Me that. No, no way. way. I don't know. What, what was that? I don't remember. See, it's, I feel like the last game was like forever. Oh, ago. no, no, no. I don't think he did in the Chiefs game. He might have in the Raiders game or something. Or Izzo has like three all. catches all year. I don't know what. <laughs> if, Izzo, if Izzo's starting over you, like, you should quit. Look, like, I don't want to harp on the wide receivers because we've already talked about that a lot, but. That I just don't understand the snap, like like why, I love I love Demir Bird. He's miles better than than Dorsett. He oh my god, great, it's actually like night and day. He's a great option, but I don't understand why he's the number one right now. Yeah, I think like, he's the, is, is he, it in, is it? I mean, he. I feel like Harry's more of a number one at this point. Like well, based, based on but how Demir play Bird's him. playing more snaps. So it's like, I, I don't I don't look at the snap counts. See, Bird offers more deep, like a deep threat route running type of option whereas like Nikhil Harry I see him more as a physical option. Like between not the, the numbers. Not Josh like McDaniels that. though. He sees him as a guy to take jet sweeps every why why are they trying to teach him how to run routes? Just throw it up to him. Well, I'm assuming. Like you don't have to tell us about this. We know. He's, he's, he's not a, go. he's not a natural route runner. He's just not like so his strength is going he's practically what Josh Gordon was that year he was here. Mm-hmm. Throw it up and let him get it. Dude, watch him at ASU. Like, you don't have to watch anything else. Like, this kid's good. Slowly slipping into the – just go back and watch Sony's Georgia highlights. I swear to God yeah. he's good. I swear to God <laughs> no, he's good. No, <laughs> I'm just telling you how we should be using him. It's just like, I don't know. Totally agree. Totally agree. But we are 2-1 and one this year with Sony Michelle. We're 0-2 without him. That's all I got to say. I didn't want to have to bring it up. I had to. That is all. That is all. 
He's just speechless. Yes, literally speechless. I'm not going to dignify <laughs> that with a response. <laughs> because you know we'd be 5-0 and with Barry, <laughs> yeah. Barry Sanders. Sonny Michelle, my bad. I get them mixed up a lot. Seriously, <laughs> speaking about Sonny Michelle, though, like if we have another COVID case this week and we get practice shut down, I'm just going to quit. Like, I, I quit. Yeah, I'm probably like, going to be signing with Kenyon Drake in the card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You'll I'll be taking my talents to anywhere else. Because I, I just I, – I can't do this. Like, every week it's just playing, like, Russian roulette with your phone, checking to see if practice has been canceled every morning you wake up. Oh, new COVID test. Looks like we're not practicing this week. Because I've never seen a team need more practice. That is really like, we're talking about storylines. That is the number one storyline. That is, get, and everyone it. said it. Everyone said it. That if, team just didn't practice, and yeah, that's what yeah. happens. That's what happens when a team doesn't practice. If we if we get any practice time removed this week, I may have to pick the Niners. Like, because we if we because if we lose because based on what we just did, we, no, I mean we, I agree we, with you. We need a full a full week of practice, even if like the Friday practice gets post it gets canceled. It's like. Dude, that's a backbreaker. Um, one more thing we we briefly touched on was the run defense. I like that. Like, was actually painful to watch. The, the front seven is a need. It's it's, it's still it, it's a, a bigger need. need than than skill position right now. Hey, of course, sure, hands yeah. down, absolutely. Speaking of which, like, uh, it's the the front seven. We actually had two. We're watching on film. There's actually two linebackers out there. It was Juwan Bentley and it was uh, Anthony Jennings. Jennings, Anthony Jennings, which is weird. It was like we haven't seen that in a while. It's just and they're not that. Bentley has not been great. He had a good game, but he wasn't that good. Uh, Jennings was invisible. He didn't really do anything. So is it's just, Bo Allen alive? No. Can someone check his pulse. Someone, yeah. Okay. Someone like. We need to do a service call on freaking Bo Allen. Can we put out and a I'm not gonna... poster for him? We need a wellness check. <laughs> I'm not actually. That's a great idea. So get the wanna poster getting going. But um, put him on a milk I'm card. not going to be the guy. I'm not going to be the Pat's fan page that tells you, oh yeah, Bo Allen's going to stop this. Like, and I'm not going to harp on it. But you know, just another interior presence would be cool. A body, a- another body out there. We had uh, a a rookie undrafted tight end. Playing snaps at defense. Rashawn Barry. And he had a pressure. Didn't he have a pressure? Uh, I swear he did. Like you say, what is He was in on the Jackson interception. He was in. Oh, my Lord. Josh Uche, by the way, I need him back. Um, I don't want to. You want a Michigan player back? Yeah, I love Michigan. Okay. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. (laughs) Put that on the start of the video. Okay. A lot of of people are going to want to, like, clamor for a wide receiver. And you're not going to be able to find one that's going to make that big of an impact. Something that you might be able to find an impact on is something on the front seven. If you want to like search the trade market and you want to find a guy that'll make an impact on the team, that's where you should be looking. And that does not mean Miles Garrett. That does not mean TJ Watt. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's we we have to clarify. This is going to mean guys like (laughs) we've never heard of, like Carl. Dude, we do. (laughs) Why do we have to make it clear that this isn't Madden? 
What are people going to realize this? I feel like we just <laughs> put this, we do this, we put this straw man up every week. I don't even know if people are doing this, but we're getting like pre-mad about Pats fans wanting, what did you say, Miles no, Garrett? No, you're 100% right. You're one Because every time we need something, they, they Pats fans cry for like the best player in the league in that position. It's like, what do you think this is? This you know is what it's it called is. real life. You know what it is? They're looking at the Chiefs who are just signing all these people to ridiculous contracts. And they're like, well, why can't we? Trade for JJ Watt and sign Antonio Brown for $500 million, too. That's you. Antonio Brown is you. It's literally you. (laughs) And me, but you know. Cam Newton signs somewhere else. Okay, let's go trade for a Patrick Mahomes. See how that goes. It's like. Wait, receiver? I said Corey Jones is he's still in the league. I'm also still I'm Larry Fitzgerald. Why do people want Brady Clyde? I'm pretty sure Bill just doesn't want to trade for anyone after A this pandemic, he already said that it's going to take a while for the person to come into the building and be after Sanu last year, where you just completely, completely wasted your second round pick. Like, I don't know if he wants to do that anymore. It's, I mean, so like a, a few more people like reportedly became available today. Uh, one was Will Fuller. One was John Ross. And I guess AJ. There were rumors, it's going to be a quiet. So like, so it's, it's going to be quiet. It's going to be really quiet. I, I really don't see. It's, it's quiet every year quiet. for crying out loud. Like, see, so just looking at individual one, John Ross sucks. He's Dorset 2.0, maybe even worse. He's just he's worse. He's worse. He, he's just fast. For, I, how many times do I got to say you can, there's more to being a good receiver than running than being fast? Like, how about run a freaking run? Can we get someone? Forget the deep threat. Enough with the if deep threat if already. If you are begging for us to trade for John Ross because he's fast, you might as well just sign Usain Bolt for a veteran's minimum contract. A right. deep, like a deep threat <laughs> is not a deep that's hardly going to do anything for you. We need someone who can get open, like just on a regular freaking route. Like, how about on an in cut? Someone can like run that and get open. That would be cool. We could use that. But people want the speedster who can run like. Like thirty miles per hour or some shit. It's like, what the hell? Like, that's not going to help anything. Like Isaiah Zuber is fast, fast, and Demir Bird is fast. Right. What has that done for you? Dorsett has been fast. Brandon Cooks were fast, and I thought he was overrated. Like, why do people want him back either? Like, what the hell is Brandon Cooks going to do for us? Look at the Texans right now. Let me uh, let me say one final thing because we still got to talk about San Francisco and all of that and do a little preview. We've kind of gone along. Jacob's here, worked but... up. I am worked yeah. up. I'm so sick of it. It's over and over. And it's the same thing every year. Um, let me let me say this. The narrative keeps changing every single week. Yeah, it does. When yeah, it does. when we win in week one, it's Cam's back. He's our savior. We're back. Week two against Seattle. Uh oh. Like it was a loss, but oh man, when that was a, that was a win on paper, you know, like Cam, he he can pass the ball still. Edelman, he's back. Week three, we play uh, the Raiders, right? Mm-hmm. Beat yeah, them. Play, play the Raiders. Beat the Raiders. Like oh oh oh, New England, they're here. Put yeah, them run the game carries. And then the whole team gets COVID, and then it's wow, we would have beat Kansas City without them. Nothing but positive vibes out of every single game. One one loss, one loss after two weeks of practice and everyone's ready to say, oh my God, like smash the panic button, sound the alarms. We got to blow this team up. We got to trade. They're not ready to compete. Look, you don't know what you need. Like there's no reason to panic. You, you know why people are acting like this? It's because we have Cam Newton. We had Cam Newton out there. We still lost. It's like, because if it's like Jared Stidham or Brian Horry, it's like, oh yeah. yeah we, no, you know why people are acting like this? Is because the Patriots fans do not know what it, what, 
what should sound the alarm for panic? Right. They don't know anything. They okay. Be nice. Be nice. We yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people. Just being nice. It's like let's go. Yeah, let's go. Oh, what I'm Miles saying Garrett, is, right, is the the general consensus for Patriots fans, do myself included, do not does not know what it means for a team to panic. A two and three record with two of your losses coming without your starting quarterback and without two weeks of practice. You know what, Pats fans know? They know how to play Madden. They're very good at Madden. We need to get you off of this topic. No, I'm, I'm so done with it. All right, let's talk about the Niners. Let's talk about the Niners. Ryan Izzo and uh, fourth for Miles Garrett. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Niners. All right, so the Niners, we have no idea what we're going to expect with them because that team (laughs) is hot and cold every week. Okay. He's doubtful. I love Raheem Moster. 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 Is he on IR? Moster. No, he's doubtful. Kyle Shanahan, whoever's back there carrying the ball, will draw up a killer running game. Raheem Moster is mm-hmm. – uh, like, I love him. He's, he's so good. He's so fast. Um, George yeah, see, Kittle – He's going to give us problems if he's starting, so. Yes. George Kittle is George Kittle. He's going to – Obviously, that's get the guy that – Joe Wan didn't Jawan play Jawan Williams? Jawan did, I'm gonna say. Jawan did not play a snap last week. Really? Yeah. yeah. I don't think he he was not it. on I the field. I don't I think, think he had special the teams. Game. I think he had special teams. But he didn't – no, no. He definitely played in the Chiefs game. Did he? He was all over – it was Kelsey. Oh, yeah. I'm thinking – see, that game was so long ago, I don't even remember. Right. It feels like we've been attorneys since we've seen them play. The Raiders that. game was in, like, July or something. Like, that just <laughs> – like, that never happened. That game but, never happened. It's it's a tough it's a tough matchup to be in a in a must win mode because I'll, like I just said about pressing the panic button, you can press the panic button if they lose to the 49ers. That's fair. Game. But they be, should this be is a big game, massive game. Look, the thing is, is Nick Bosa is out. Yep. Obviously, wish him well, but that's huge. One of the most banged Nick up Bosa teams would, in the league. Yeah, he would be giving us fits. Um, is it Solomon Thomas? He's, He's out. out for the yeah. Season as well. What's their cornerback situation? Is Richard Sherman still out? Richard Sherman is on IR, but Jason Vare has stepped up a huge amount. He's playing some of the best football in his career. I believe he's the third-ranked corner in the National Football League on PFF. Look at Matt. Uh, Inspiration. I mean, linebacker Fred, Fred Warner, he's a game wrecker out there as well. And then you look on offense, there's a bunch of problems. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, George Kittle. I mean, they're full of playmakers on offense as well, so – if, if they just got to torment Jimmy walk. G. Just yeah, turn him exactly. into the Miami Dolphins, Jimmy G. That's and he it. may not be fully healthy either yet. So there's that. Right. This stretch coming up, I'm just looking at the schedule. It's like Niners, Bills, Jets, Ravens, and Texans. Raven, don't, like, Ravens are a joke. I mean, that, those are what? Name, have you gotten to the hard part of the schedule yet, Jacob? And then it's Cardinals, Chargers, Rams. Yeah, name, name teams that aren't frauds. <laughs> you think everybody's a fraud, Grant? You think half the league is a fraud? No, Ravens, Jets are legit. Jets Ravens, are legit. They have gays. I'll tell you this: thirty-one the teams are, are frauds. The Jets are not frauds. No, they just they're playing, because they are what they are. Everybody knows what the Jets are. They're not everybody's on the same page about the Ravens. We all we know what the Ravens are. So are the, so are the Niners and Rams frauds? Like no, the, like the Niners no. lost to, the Niners lost to Miami, then the Rams lost to the Niners. Those are, that doesn't make them a fraud. I think so does the, that make Miami Rams, better than the Rams? Miami is a fraud team. My, oh. <laughs> Miami is a joke. It's good. They might be. It's like them and the Ravens are playing tug of war for mayor of Fraud City. 
<laughs> I mean, is you Buffalo get, you fraud? Get... No, their defense is <laughs> sus now. Their, their quarterback is sus. Their defense. Their defense is, is terrible. Honestly, their I'll throw the T word down there. Their defense is terrible. Their quarter. Their quarterback sus. Say it. Go ahead. He is sus. Bait. He's Bait. good, but he's not. He's Bait. he's good. Hey, but he is we, sus. We were talking about the Niners. Yeah, he just. <laughs> we are talking about the Niners. Let's let's keep it on track here, boys. Let's keep it Look, on track. On paper, I'll say it. on paper, the 49ers are probably more talented. Then, well, I say that about most teams that we play. Well, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, they yeah, probably but, are. But because people leave out the biggest thing, it's called coaching. This is probably the best coach we'll play all year. Kyle I'll say it. Fair enough. <laughs> We've already played Pete Carroll and Andrew Reed. That's why. <laughs> he, I actually, I actually think that Kyle tomorrow. Shanahan is uh, Belichick, Carroll, Reed, Shanahan. That's I. That's you, I, firmly... you, I don't know why Carroll is so high on your list. I don't think he's Carroll's Harbaugh is up there, there, but but he's, he's a good, a, he's, coach, but he's not top two. He's consistently had. I mean, the Seahawks outside of the Pats, the Seahawks are the most successful team of the decade. Gase, you know who the Forty Niners have? Who? Ken Webster. No way. Even yeah, they do. They do. This they is do a have loss. This is. I don't really know what to say about the Niners. Like they, like right. there's matchup problems kind of everywhere. Like they have a lot of speed. On, yeah, on that's what I was gonna do. say. They're, they're, it's, it's, it's like the it's like the Patriots fans' dream team. I don't. Yeah, I don't. That's I don't exactly feel what it is. It like we oh think we're the Niners sometimes. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. We no, no you're right. No, you're right. I'm agreeing with you. No, like, I think Debo you're Samuel. Right. This this team is what Pats fans dream of. It's right. Jimmy G at quarterback, uh, an elite tight end, a bunch of number two wide receivers. Speed out speed. wide receivers. A bunch of fast receivers. <laughs> a bunch of fast receivers. I mean, this is. It's like. Can, oh, they, run, and, can they run? Can they run routes? Maybe, but but they're definitely fast. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's like, what? How about like a like? I'd much rather have like a Stephon Diggs type player who can just run routes and it just isn't a burner. Hands down. Hands down. Or Allen Robinson, too. I'll, I'll take him in a heartbeat over, like, Brandon Cooks. Hell yeah. Like, No, I don't think anybody's arguing that. It's oh, I just, think some Pat fans. Dude, the worst thing are. I've ever seen is when that game ended, I saw someone post something of Brandon Cooks and said, come home. Bro, what was that? Oh, what who was, was that? What was that? <laughs> I, just, I just got a comment 10 minutes ago saying, like, yo, we need to trade for Brandon Cooks. What the hell are you talking about? This no, update is cool. Pat fans yeah. hated him when he was here. <laughs> He's oh he was overrated. He he's not that great against like man coverage. He reminds me a lot of Dorset. He's like a glorified yeah, Dorset. Oh. Okay, so here, why don't we uh break down like the numbers by game four? Way to keep us on track. <laughs> so twentieth in points per game on offense with twenty four point seven. Sixteenth okay. in yards per game. Okay. Twenty one in points per play. I don't know what that is. What the <laughs> Are you on pro football play. focus right now? Uh, yes. That makes sense. We're, we're, diving, we're diving into weird stats. So rushing game. yards per game, we've got 11th you, in the league. Can you pull up rushing yards per square inch? I want to see who's <laughs> per square one inch. In the sure. Yeah, I can do that for you. <laughs> okay, and then we hop over to, I mean, turnover statistics. They give away the 11th most per game. Oh. Turnover margin is plus 0.2. They have one takeaway per game and one giveaway per game. But this is exactly – this is like – it's almost Broncos 
without because we didn't practice like 2.0 with this because it's both teams. We we have no clue what to expect. No clue. True. I really don't even want to say how confident I feel in this game until I can see like five days of practice. How do we? What does? is the line? What is the line of this game? Two and a half for New England. Oh, yeah, I would. I would not touch that. No, definitely not. No, like, no, not touching that. This like we should win this game. It's a matter of will we. Like it depends how, what happens during the week. That's basically the the only player that really scares me on that team is George Kittle. That's about it. Oh, he's Monster. I, and Monster. I, I said this. Monster doesn't I scare me, Jake. In the off season, I think that George Kittle is the best player in the NFL. Uh, I don't agree with that. Debate that, but, oh, that, that but you must. But I think that he might be the best single player that we play this year. Russell Wilson's in, in that category. Russell and he, Wilson, not that to us. I but like, I think Wilson's better than that. I'm, Kittle is regardless. He's really good. He's probably the best tight best tight end in the league. No, really. not even hands probably. Down. He is hands down the best tight end. I will say that he is a better tight end than any wide receiver as a wide receiver. Like I, like I, I can, I'll, I will Belichick this dude in how much I can talk him up. But if you eliminate, if you can somewhat even attempt to neutralize that guy, I think that you can. You're stopping the whole offense. You get turnovers early. You get this offense yeah. on the plus side of the field. Or it's going to feel like a Super Bowl. We just got to stop the run, man. Or a playoff game. This is a playoff game. This team is – look at like – and they, even Kittle without, without receiving. and You can't neutralize his blocking ability. Him, Charlie Warner. He is, is – he George Kittle is a monster in the blocking game. In the run game, he did, remember the play. I think it was last year where he pancaked the guy and was just screaming in his face. Keanu Neal, that dude is. And Keanu Neal is good, hard hitter. He, yeah, and he was—he's just a psycho. I love George Kittle. He—he uh, he likes to bang himself like his head against the wall before games because the hardest hit you take in a football game is the first one. So he just likes to like really like beat himself up before games so he's like ready for the first hit he's a well he's on the injury report (laughs) he's got the uh he's got he's got a joker tattoo on his (laughs) arm because he likes his alter ego is like the joker he 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 tries to be like the joker which joker i was literally just gonna say he's like the ledger joker okay so he's like really legit okay yeah Mm -hmm. his dad writes him a letter before every game to get him hyped up i mean this guy i don't know how you stop any of those three things the joker <laughs> smashing his helmet against the wall and the dad letter before every game this guy might like kill jason mccordy on <laughs> oh, if, oh my god if jason mccordy lines just give him seven just give him seven if jason <laughs> just lay down his, and let him go by him. yeah like save honestly just let him take and just walk off the field <laughs> if, you know, if, jason, if i see jason mccordy line up on george kittle i might just turn off the tv I, I'm not watching that. I'm not. No. No, I don't want to watch that. So the one thing I did want to ask you guys, do you guys think that we can win with this offense going forward the way that it is right now? Uh, what do you mean win? Like, be specific. The whole so thing. put together a, a playoff run down the stretch where they find themselves in contention for a season. See, I, I never thought we were contenders. Like, even even after, like, the – the Seattle game and like all these these good games we've had, I don't think I never thought we were contenders. I think we will absolutely make the playoffs, uh, mm. but but I don't think we are contenders. Seventeen playoff this year too is something to remember. Yeah, I think I, it would be hard. So it would, things would really have to go wrong 
for us to not make the I playoffs. Just, I can't see that, like, the Raiders making it over them, the Dolphins. Something like right. COVID infiltrating this, the stadium and then all of us not being able to practice and getting sick. That would be something that goes really wrong. Like we said, only national disasters can no. stop the Patriots. This team is talented I, enough to go to the playoffs. That's the bottom I'll, line. I'll say I'm, this about, about the offense and, and how far they can go. is I think, that, I think they can. I mean, look at the, the best teams they've played. They, they can do it. They, they can hang the with The only anyone. time we've seen this offense really stall was in like the first quarter of the Raiders game and then with no, weeks, no, no preparation with practice. Fair point. They can go as far as Cam Newton takes them. And we've seen his peak in that season. And that offensive line. Once that and line the offensive healthy. line. More importantly, actually, the offensive line. Yeah. If that offensive line is healthy, they can run the ball. They can pass the ball. We've, we've said it. We said it today. The receivers, the issue with the receivers is not getting open. It's having the time to throw them open. And that's what it was all last year, too, is like mm-hmm. Brady would just run out of time, right? So, but with Cam, you give yourself more time to make those exactly. plays. Yeah. Not only can you like scramble, but if you get, if you get the running game going, that opens up the passing game, too. Play action. It's just, I feel like for this team to succeed going forward, more importantly, the offense. It's going to have to win in all three phases, and that three phases play action, run game, passing game. It's just like, once you get the run game going, the passing game will start to open itself up. And, like, what I was saying on Sunday was literally all the Broncos, like, all the defense was doing was just selling out on the run. They would just blitz like seven, eight guys, force you to throw, and they knew that they couldn't get the throw off in time. So, like, right. this offense I'm used- just go ahead, Jake. No, no, no. I just completely interrupted you. Good. This offense can't be one-dimensional going forward. It has to have that like, multiple faces to it. Like They're not going to be the Chiefs. They're not going to be the Titans. But they're going to be able to do something if they can stay non-one-dimensional. I think I said that week one uh, that yeah. the option and this like run, this run-first offense is great when you're ahead. But when you're behind, like we saw Sunday, it doesn't, doesn't work, work as well. The, the offensive line and – Cam Newton are the biggest factors for this entire team, really. Like, if if Cam Newton and the line are both playing well, it's over. Like, it doesn't matter who we have a receiver. We should be, we will be fine, uh, and we'll make the playoffs. Again, I don't think we'll be Super Bowl contenders, but we should make it to at least the divisional round. And mm-hmm. So, absolutely. And the defense is playing well. I know the front seven still a liability but that can also be schemed up a little bit like this team is not bad this team will make the playoffs i promise you this team is not a i'm gonna hold you to that team. jacob do it i will hold you to that we, I, I will i will clip it too this i will team, be very mad at you if they don't make the playoffs i will guarantee they make the playoffs don't let dolphins fans hear that even even like even if it's just a wild card and they're their first round out this it, that's still pretty look much. the dynasty is not over until this team doesn't Okay. It's not. It's not over until Belichick. It's not over until I say it's over. Okay. <laughs> right. It's. Right. All right. You want to do winners and losers? Winners and losers. And of course, you want to go first, Jacob. Oh yeah, I got a winner. It's this. It's a kind of easy one, but it's Tom Brady. Oh, you took my winner. He won a. <laughs> he won a duel with Aaron Rodgers. I think now he's two to one with Rodgers. And when that Bucks team is firing on all cylinders, they look dangerous. It's just I don't think they can sustain that because it's a Bruce Arians-led team. So I'm not convinced they will. But when they are, when they are, when they're going, they are going. Like they are really good. My loser is the goddamn Browns. 
and me for believing in the Browns. Uh, I'm not going to fall for that for Stop the rest it. of the season. Stop like it. this team overrated Jake. This team is not every time they've played a good team, they've gotten the, the, the crap they're they've gotten their asses kicked. Like Wrong. Baltimore, Pittsburgh, you name it. Like, sorry, Jake, the Cowboys aren't a good team. So I don't give them much credit for winning that game. Uh the Browns, no. Piss off uh Browns fans, piss off Baker Mayfield. My winner is Phillip Rivers. So, you know. Be that what it may, they played the Bengals. But going into that game, I think that a lot of people have been saying that the Colts' biggest weakness was quarterback. And if they had a quarterback, they'd be Super Bowl contenders or however, AFC Championship contenders. I still believe the Phillip Rivers is not that guy. But they were down 21. That would have been an easy game for Phillip Rivers to just throw the towel in. He didn't. He threw 371 yards, three touchdowns. Had an awesome game. So Phillip Rivers... Big winner this week. The only thing Philip Rivers is good at is making children. He's really good at that. I'm not going to lie. Really good. And then I would be remiss this week if I did not shout out the Atlanta Falcons for last week me calling my shot and saying, Falcons, winner for firing Dan Quinn. I think it's clear that whether he was the problem, Dan Quinn leaving lit a fire under that team because they all are fighting for their jobs. Matt Ryan out of his out of his mind. Julio end zone twice. They went defense flying all over the field. Great week for the Atlanta Falcons. Can you imagine being a player and just like you're, you're with this coach like all off season and just all through training camp, all through the first few games, and then just all of a sudden there's like no like real like person in power, like the, that one person to follow. Like Raheem you know? Morris, best interim coach ever. <laughs> Just took that winless right, percentage. Yeah, for real. I got their first win. Um, or second win, I don't remember. For my loser, I have this is this is my obscure one. It's it's second half defenses in the NFL because there has been uh six 16 plus point comebacks this season. And I think that's because of COVID. Isn't that crazy? Six 16 plus point comebacks this year. I don't Most want to notably, talk about like two of them, but defensive defenses have just sucked this year. All over the board, defenses have just been bad. And I and I really do think that's part of COVID. Defense always takes the hit when you when you don't have a preseason or don't have practice and whatnot. But yeah, I was appalled to see that stat. That so appalled. <laughs> yeah, and then another loser on a on a personal note, just me. I uh Went into this weekend with the Braves, UGA, and the Patriots, and every single one of them lost. <laughs> Braves multiple times, and yeah, that was this is the worst sports weekend of my entire life. <laughs> my winner is the Tennessee Titans and Derrick Henry. They were playing the Texans, I know, but they also had they they uh, should have been punished, but uh, COVID stuff. They had a lot of cases and everything, and couldn't. Know, what were they on a short week or something? Short week, yeah. Yeah. yeah Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry is officially the best running back in the league. He's so good at football. Literally carried that team in the fourth quarter, and then they obviously prevailed and won. Uh, my loser is Ron Rivera because he benched my boy, so I have bias. 
but he goes for two. And just riverboat run. Hmm? Riverboat run. Yeah, that boat sank. Oh, yeah, no, he's terrible. He's <laughs> terrible. I hope he's fine because he he has cancer again, right? Yeah. That's yeah, that's tar- see, I hate like slandering that. See, I mean I think he's a good coach. I think he's the perfect coach for that team. But no, you want, you want to talk about the most questionable team. thing that Ron Rivera did? Better so his, Dwayne Haskins. His quarterback room is Dwayne Haskins, Kyle Allen, and uh, Alex Smith. Alex Smith. And now that now they may be in the running for Cam Newton after the season. Why weren't they in the running for Cam Newton this last year? offseason? Like, get him for I don't know cheap. How, see how weird is that? Now I understand the whole argument with Dwayne Haskins and letting him develop. And Jake, I want you to put your bias aside for like ten seconds. But yep. that's hard for him. How? Do you not being Ron Rivera call for Cam? I don't. I think that it's it's kind of washed when when like uh, I don't want to say Patriots fans for the thirty thousandth time this episode. Well, when Patriots fans are like thirty two or thirty one teams passed on Cam Newton. Realistically, I think like two did, and one of the most notable ones would be Washington. You don't really Fair have enough. a quarter. You don't really have a quarterback situation there clearly because you benched Haskins, and it's Ron Rivera. Who should yeah, know exactly. more than the anyone the health of Cam Newton? So maybe he really did think he was injured, but I find it hard to believe that Ron Rivera passed up on Cam Newton because he would have clearly what we've seen from Haskins beat out Haskins. He would have that. That's no doubt. But so that's my side tangent on Ron Rivera. Yeah. So Henry Titans winner, loser Ron Rivera. Well, since uh, since Jake took my winner, which was Derek Henry, I'll just uh, <laughs> kind of add on. I love him. So Derrick Henry, since 2018, has had three 200-yard rushing games. He's the rest of the NFL has had four. So there's that. Uh, if I have to give another winner, I'm going to go with John Brown. In case you haven't heard of him, I John won't blame Brown. John Brown. What? He hadn't kicked in the NFL before. Oh, uh, I thought we were talking Sunday. Bills, John Brown. Oh, no, not that John Brown. No, okay, continue. Not that John Brown. No, he has never kicked in the NFL before. And his first try was from 31. He makes it, and then he makes the extra point. So there's that. And then my loser, I'm going to have to tag Jake on this one, is Baker Mayfield. <laughs> and I've got a hot take for you. 2019, Ryan Tanhill comes in for Marcus Mariota. Tanhill carries him to the playoffs. In 2020, Case Keenum will overtake Baker Mayfield and take the Cleveland Browns to the playoffs. <laughs> I agree with I agree with the second part. They're going to the <laughs> not the the first part, no. Yeah, okay. But I mean, I'm just gonna go with that. Baker, you stole because you said it earlier on. But Baker was just not good. He's not okay. I want to. I don't want to like completely slander him because first of all, I'm a Browns fan. <laughs> second of all. It's the Steelers. Like, they're, they're actually like, admitting his bias. <laughs> no, but like, actually, hear me out. Steelers are a good defense. Really good defense. Like, maybe the best in the league. They're on pace to break the uh, 1984 Bears or 86. One of the, two. the 2019 Patriots? No, no, no. <laughs> best defense I've ever seen, but they're on pace to break their sack record, like, by a lot. They're, yeah, they're just they're getting like five sacks a game. It's, no, it's ridiculous. They're ridiculous. Yeah, so I but mean, he no, can't he, blame. Was, he was not good. I'll stand that? by my take. Case Keenum will lead the Browns to the playoffs and not Baker Mayfield, and Baker Mayfield will end up like Sam Darnold. So there you go. <laughs> Jake, I got a question for you. Oh, Lord. If the Ravens suck so bad, what happened to your Browns when they played them? 
it was week one. Uh, we weren't ready. I'll, I'll give you that. We <laughs> okay, ready. wait. Can I can I come in on that? Look, look, look. The Ravens are frauds. They're joke. Lamar Jackson is not that good. When are the they going to play? The Ravens, the Ravens are a like Big Ten team or like an SEC team. Hey. No. loves to beat up on like Vanderbilt or Rutgers every single week. That's what they do. That's all they do. They go play the Browns. They go play the Bengals. Okay, just, okay leave out the Browns. <laughs> they, just, they, just, they just murder them. And then it's, oh, look at Lamar Jackson. And then oh they God. go play Kansas City and they get their teeth kicked in. Or they go play a semi-okay team like the Eagles and they turn Lamar – uh, they turned Carson Wentz back into 2017. Carson Wentz in the second yeah, half. He, okay, on that drive, he actually played well. Carson Wentz, he looked. Carson like played my, well in the second you know half of the game. He's playing Baltimore because he's why. playing Baltimore, and that defense yeah. is good. But for some reason, they only can play well when they're playing terrible teams. They're, playing, they're like okay. Miami. Okay, that's the thing. Ricochet this, shot to Miami. <laughs> like, I sit down for football every week, and I just look at the slate of games. I'm like, okay. Who do the Ravens have this week? Oh, you know, a high school team, a high school team, a Pop Warner team, the Bengals. It's just like, I can't wait for them to play a team that knows they're playing football. They play the NFC East this year. Like, they're just in for a cakewalk. Who do the Ravens have this week? This Uh, week, the Ravens have the bye week. They're definitely taking the L. Pittsburgh's the following week, though. That's the next game. Yeah, good luck with that. Look at how Pittsburgh finishes their season. Dallas, Cleveland, Jacksonville, Giants, Cincinnati. Give me a break with oh that. Oh, my Lord. I told you, wow. keep an eye on Pittsburgh. They look like a, decent, a pretty good team. Yeah, yeah. You and everybody else in the league. They what are you going to tell me? Your sleeper, you going to tell me your sleeper team is the Cardinals, too? Hey, I didn't say that. Relax. Hey, Kenyon Drake, said, that would have been a good winner. Keep an eye on them. I wasn't, I'm not on their like, hype trainer. Kenyon Drake sucks, Jake. Kenyon Drake Stop. sucks. Stop. Fraud Stop. school. Stop. Stop. He's another Stop. average. Fraud school. They're not. Above average. Yeah, you think Sonny Michelle's above average? Sonny Michelle's elite. He's um. <laughs> let me hold on. Let me give you a stat. Sonny Michelle right now is on pace to break the all-time single-season <laughs> yards per carry AFC record. Look it up. That's a fact. But will he do it? Absolutely, he will. He's the and if he does, he's the go. Where are we gonna rank this among Jake's like stupid takes? We got Carson Wentz and the Eagles. We had Baltimore from last year. We got the Cleveland Browns this year. No, no, no. I was right about Baltimore last year. As for a little bit, like Jake, you were all over that team last year. I don't want to hold on. A list. You have a long list. Hold on. As do we all, but Jake's is just a little bit longer. Hold on. More the, okay, the Ravens. I was right about the Ravens last year. I said that they were going to be good. They were going to go to the AFC Championship game, which they didn't, but they still won the division. A lot of people were not picking them to win the division. They were picking Cleveland. They were picking Pittsburgh. Didn't, nobody had the Ravens. I picked the Ravens. But um, this year, I'm still going to be right about the Ravens. I'm still going to be right. They're five and one, but they haven't gotten out of the high school regionals yet. They they haven't played anybody. Uh, besides the Browns. Lamar besides Jackson. Browns Lamar Jackson's a running back. Dude, just pull up his stats against the Bengals defense. He sucks. Or... He can't throw a football. He, he absolutely he, uh, he's the only guy. Okay. 
<laughs> and like I said, you can cut out you can cut out anything you want here. I, I actually want to slander some teams, so I I'm fine if this runs late. Out, yeah. But Mark Ingram is one of the worst starting AFC running backs. When everybody's healthy, when everyone's healthy. He's the worst starting running back in that division. Joe Mixon, James Conner, Nick Chubb. Oh, okay. In a division, sure. Cream Hunt's better too. Did you say Cream Hunt? Cream Hunt's definitely better. Yep, yeah, you're right. You so what's the um, point? Mark Ingram's not good. They don't have anybody. They don't have anybody on that offense other than up front that's gonna like. You're not even gonna there. mention J.K. Dobbins. Holy that God. offense. That offense. Dobbins hasn't gotten. He hasn't gotten the volume, so I'm not worried about him yet. That Ravens offense. No bueno. No, no. Dude, they have worse wide receivers than we do. They ain't not. They are not the same. They offense. got fast wide receivers, guys. Don't you get it? Yeah. All the receivers I'm, are really fast. That, they the used to they did track in high school. Off, Jacob, can you actually throw a little bit of this at the back of the episode? Because this is fun. I like talking around the league, just boom, 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 all over the place. Still technically winners and losers, so I mean, it's just like yeah, side this conversation. Is all, this is all so in the umbrella. I just want to read. I just want to read Lamar Jackson's stats against the Bengals for you. Please do. I don't. Oh, I don't no. know whether or not to defend him or not. I don't know what side I'm on now. So how go to side? How would you tell it? How yeah, it don't is? pick a side. Just defend it. Be like that stat line sucks, or this guy sucks. Right. What do you? Why do we have to pick a bias? No, because I no, because I like Lamar, but I don't like the Ravens, so I'm gonna blame it on the Ravens. Oh, Jesus Christ! That was nine nineteen of thirty seven, hundred and eighty passing yards. That's two not touchdowns. Good. Is that good? And one interception. No, no. All right, we're done here. Is Cincinnati good? No, he no. only had three and rushing shut the yards. Hell two, he's not good. He only he's had one MVP, but he had yeah, five hundred yeah, yards. Like there. just like Cam Newton, they both they they ran for MVPs. They didn't pass for MVPs. They still want an MVP. Barry Sanders. I mean, Newton did pass for MVPs, kind of. He did. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll say, like I'll say Cam Newton's a better passer than Lamar Jackson. Oh, hands down. Like, oh, dude, that's not even a question. Yeah, it's not a question. MVP Cam was way more lethal, too, by the way. Oh, no, he I did like by himself. Yeah. No, I give him credit there. But I feel like just watching him, like before this past game, I thought he'd be playing like almost his best football. He threw 35 touchdowns in 2015, by the way. So I'm going to say he passed his way in MVP. Yeah, and I think he had 11 rushes. Well, didn't Lamar Jackson pass for 30? To Mark Andrews right. for like 11. Yeah, yeah, okay. to Mark Andrews. Oh, oh don't, don't get me started on Mark Andrews. I think he is just a system tight end. A I think he's a he's touchdown, he's touchdown dependent. He's a loser. Exactly. <laughs> he can't get receiving yards, man. He's Ryan. He's Ryan Jackson's a loser, for quite a lot. He is Ryan Izzo. With a little more, you know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm glad he's I'm glad Ryan Izzo is like the scale of like where we're grading tight ends here. He, I mean, you can't get better than him. <laughs> like George Kittle, George Kittle is Ryan Izzo with a little less catching ability. Basically, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ryan Izzo just wishes he had the Joker tattoo. Ryan, Ryan Izzo. Ryan Izzo is a joke. Yeah, he Fat is. Frat boy sign is the petition, by the way. <laughs> sign, sign the petition. We're, uh, I don't know. There's a link. Change.org. Change.org. <laughs> like, I'm literally watching the game beginning of the fourth quarter, like, typing up the petition. Anything else? Any final nope. final thoughts before the... No, oh, I, can I, I just got to apologize again. Even though he played oh. better, I, I do not want to be linked to the Carson Wentz MVP take because... I don't, ever ever I don't ever remember saying it. I don't ever remember saying it. I don't ever remember saying it.
until you can try when you stop by jake (laughs) (laughs) it's just okay i get like i'm not kidding when i say that like i'm not exaggerating like my dad my brother my friends you guys like like everybody knows about this because you made it so you when you You get on a take no i didn't you make sure people know no, I didn't. I did with the Browns. I didn't with Wentz. I should be getting slandered for the Browns more than once. Why should one be slandered more than the other? They both suck. Be- because I've been more. Who cares? In, they're both bad. Place. They're still equally as bad takes. No, they're not. The Browns are good. Browns are yeah. good. Team. Yeah, until they play a good team. They're just like the no. Ravens. They, they're just like the Ravens. They're playing Pop Warner teams until, uh, and then they play a good team, and then they, 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 they shit the bed. Look, man, I'm just going to stand by my case, Keith. <laughs> I like that take. I've been sitting on that one for a while. Adios. 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 Adios.